I'm Tom Saunders, getting through this on Christmas morning in Los Angeles. And I'm Scott Blakeman in New York, and welcome to what may well be the only podcast in the world to record a new episode on Christmas Day. Now, I have not researched that distinction. It's speculative day of history. But until we're told otherwise, we're the only game in town today. And there's another reason why this episode will be a collector's item that will be quite valuable if podcasts are someday erased because of digital storage constraints, the way most of the early Tonight Show videotapes were taped over. Now, usually the first few minutes of each podcast is scripted material with a topic that serves as a takeoff for flights of fancy. But on this Christmas Day, we'll be free form from the outset as Tommy shares stories of Christmas with his family. And I offer uh, in my in-the-moment reactions as someone who has never celebrated Christmas with my family since Hanukkah was our seasonal holiday. Scotty, <clears throat> those uh, in-the-moment reactions uh, have a name now. They're called hot takes. So that's mm -hmm. what we're looking for, Scotty, hot takes. Now, was this completely void of scripted material? Well, almost. This was last-minute scrambled scripted, so it almost is the same as utterly free-flowing. And actually, I'm making up what I'm saying right now. So Scotty and I are very proud of us for working on Christmas Day. MSNBC has abandoned its news mission today and is instead programming reruns of its true crime documentary Dateline all day long. Even, even McDonald's is closed today. I, I, sh I know this because shamefully, I was hoping it would be open. But Scotty and I are on the job as always. Now, are we essential? No, which makes our sacrifice all the more astonishing. But yet here we are on Christmas Day. So I propose that we take it easy on ourselves and open some gifts from the past. Well, Tommy, uh, before you get to that, because I know there's so many stories, uh, we've always said right from day one in this show that uh, we're essential workers working from home. And certainly we never put ourselves in the category of the first responders and the medical personnel. But we feel, especially on Christmas Day, and especially on this Christmas Day, we're here for you, our listeners. And we could have certainly done a pre-taped show that most people do, where it's the great gifts of the year or something like that. But we wanted to make this December 25th, 2020, in the moment. And uh, here we are. But on this next moment, we'll take a little trip to another place where you spent one Christmas, Tommy. Yes, that's right, Scotty. And very... And I, uh, I just want to marvel at the fact that even on Christmas, Scotty, you were able to give me the gift of a smooth segue. <laughs> uh, it, it, it just, it was... Uh, well, all it, the segue stores are closed. If anybody going to the mall, they're closed. So we need to do it ourselves. I, it, actually, that is true. There was a segue store in Santa Monica that sold segways, those little uh, uh, scooters that um, no longer, uh, I don't even know if they're still for sale, but that used to be a hot gift item. Yeah. And, uh, but your segue was the real original segue. And that was a segue that I, I actually appreciate. It had you sent me an actual, one of those special gyroscopic wheel thingies that you stand on and wheel around. That would be great. I would be really surprised and hey, <laughs> this would be fun. But the segue you, offered me just now, that's something that I will hold 
close to my heart for many, many years to come. Well, also, and we like the spelling better. You know, Segway is sort of a, almost like an, a crude American, uh, you know, spelling of Segway, which is really, I believe, comes from the French or maybe Spanish, S-E-G-U-E. Oh, of course, so the machine, the, the, that device that's fallen out of favor, that was very popular one time, Segway, S-E-G-W-A-Y, yeah, yeah, very American, you know, not as interesting as Segway, what we do. <laughs> no, and, and also not as useful. The problem with Segways is that they never really, nobody really could figure out what their use was. I mean, the police would be mocked when they went around Santa Monica on Segways. <laughs> And um, other than, yeah, and, and, and uh, they were used in Arrested Development. One of the most mockable characters rode around in a Segway and was always laughed at. So it became a sort of a joke, actually. Whereas the Segway that where you linked what you were talking about, the fact that, and you're right. I mean, I, I, I mentioned that, that I, I said, are we, are we not, uh, are we essential? Yes, we are. We're essential workers working from home. Uh, I, I was perhaps overly humble because I think of the people in the uh, who really are working in the you know in the hospitals and keeping oh, sure. you know, they, they going to work and, and under uh, incredible circumstances. Now, what we're doing is almost as important. There's no yeah. question about it. We're keeping people's spirits up, and yeah. uh, and that could promote general good health. Extremely, absolutely, yeah. Scotty. That is a. Uh, 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 well, laughter is the still the best medicine. For a while, it was. Uh, I think we said that that for a while it was um, tetracycline. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, uh, fallen out of favor because of <laughs> use. That's that's true, and uh, we uh, uh, yeah, and also we we want also want to make it clear that even though we consider ourselves essential workers working from home, and we've said, uh, of course, the health professionals and first responders are way ahead of us. Uh, where does that put us, though, on the vaccine priority list? Oh, that's a really good question. And that is that I hadn't even considered that. But but that is a very uh, interesting. I mean, that would be a nice Christmas gift right there. Yeah. I mean, we'll get it. We'll be in one. of. I think I was just looking on the ARP website. And by the way, uh, uh, we will talk about it in another episode that we, we got a very lovely write up of the ARP uh, yeah. magazine and we, we we've actually uh, I normally we would have jumped on it, but I didn't know that it had appeared until about six weeks later so I figure we could be more leisurely about discussing it but it was a wonderful article and we're excited about it well, but uh but I was reading we're in 1c you and I over 65 uh we're in the third category uh after the 74 and uppers yeah right uh, uh, as it should be you know. um but you raise an interesting question. Do we jump the line because we are uh, uh, essential workers who are working from home? Yeah. Well, maybe should we be the top of the list of the of the of one C? I don't know. And again, we're not saying we should. We're just uh, asking questions and we're well, happy wherever we wind up. We use the word should in a in a more aspirational way. Yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, should we in more in a question? Should we do be uh, at the head of the line of, of the C block of people who are uh, in line for the vaccine? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, everybody thinks that they, you know, that they're what they're doing is more important and everybody <laughs> thinks they should get the shot. But I, I think most people would have to would listen to this podcast and have to say, oh, my God, let's protect those two guys as soon as possible. <laughs> I, I'm just guessing. 
Yeah. And again, if others feel, you know, not whatever, we'll, 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 you know, we'll be in a good group either way. But I mean, that does raise a lot of questions, though. I mean, again, I think it's nice that it's, you know, very equal. And, you know, they don't there's no selection committee like which 65 year olds get picked. You know, it's basically and Adrian, you could say, well, what about people who think this whole thing was a hoax? Do they get a vaccine? But my guess is they're not going to be lining up for a vaccine anyway, those people. So, uh, you know, who knows? But um, I'll bet you a certain number of them will be in line and they'll be mocking the others. Why are you getting You guys don't know it's a hoax. Well, yeah, but you're getting a shot, too. Well, heck, yes, I am. (laughs) You know, I think a lot of people are are uh, even the hoaxers are going to get vaccines. I bet it's free. And and I guess free to do side they they gotta be a little worried about you know and everybody's gonna be getting the vaccine and and Scotty I just when you mentioned that whole C block of people from uh, uh, 65 and older that's gonna be a long line somewhere I mean that yeah. CBS, and everybody's spaced six feet apart well I do wonder how they're gonna you know they haven't really discussed how I mean they started doing it to thankfully to you know healthcare workers central workers but uh, was it going to be like a mad dash like Black Friday used to be where, you know, running to get it first in line? So I don't know, but hopefully they'll do it in a very, uh, you know, interesting way that uh, it's not a madhouse. And Right, right. It, well, here's what I mean, what you, you raise such a good point, the whole mad dash. What I hope they don't do is, especially because people need to be socially distanced, that they don't just have somebody who drives into the CVS parking lot. In a, in a truck filled with hypodermic syringes and then just throws the syringes out at, at, at a mob. To, oh, yeah. No, no, no. Do it yourself. Yeah. That do it yourself idea where they just throw the syringes out. No, let's not do that. Let's 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 do it in an orderly way. And I'm glad that there, as far as I know, nobody's suggesting that they do that. So no, no I mean, some people would say, OK, if you just gave me it, I could take it home and I gave it to myself. Could I get it a little sooner? No, don't. Nothing like that. You no. got to wait to get the, you know, like, and, and it's taking longer than they thought. I mean, they, they thought they were going to have 20 million by now and they only have 1 million or something like well, that. Well, all we could say for sure, Tommy, and it, uh, this is an unusual Christmas for everyone, but next Christmas, we will, we will already months before all had our shots and what a different world it would be. So let's savor this. Yeah, uh, usual world podcast, but uh, and I will say, um, that, that, and, and not to dwell on vaccines, but this could be any vaccines. Somehow, watching them give the vaccines makes it seem a lot scarier than when I get a vaccine. I, I never <laughs> noticed them jabbing that way, always, I never look, obviously, and I just always feel like it's yeah, they just do a little ting and then it's in. But this thing looks like is that how you always do it? Yeah, uh, well. They- yeah, it, it, all this time it was much worse than you thought it was. Yeah, I just thought, oh, I didn't hardly, I didn't feel anything. But, and I don't think you do feel anything. But it's somebody jabbing you, jabbing a needle. Yeah, so, yeah, it, it's funny because what I thought you were going to say is what a lot of people do say is that they really like watching that those the B roll of everybody, you know, all those the, that footage of people getting shots over and over and over because it feels like yeah, bum 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 bum, you know, the cavalry's arrived and. And and look at it. They're getting shot. Now they're getting shots. Yes. And more people will get shots. And well, they, I do like that part. Well, I look at their eyes to see if any of them flinch because it's embarrassing on live television getting a shot. Now, you know, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess I've been better at it than I was when I was a kid. But, you know, sometimes you flinch a little bit or something. And uh, but nobody seems to do that. Oh, because there's a camera facing. Yeah. Them. 
if I had had a camera and I knew I was going to be on on the news, that just could be played over and over and over on, yeah. on, on uh, cable news channels, I would definitely try not to flinch. I mean, that, can you imagine if Pence just made a big flinchy face when he got it? Yeah. I mean, they would oh. show it again and again and again. Oh, yeah. No, you never live forever, forever. So it's uh, and you only see the eyes, obviously, because of the mask. But I would try to do a happy eye look, you know, like a smile look to go. Oh, that's nothing to me. That's felt nothing. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you want. You want to like, boy, this is that. I didn't feel it at all. It's. You want that kind of that look of steely calm, yeah. uh, and and uh, that doesn't yeah yeah I mean I, sometimes I do see people you know a lot, a lot of these uh, uh, big shot politicians looking away and not wanting to look at the at the needle, but Scotty that you're right though that will be uh, uh, by next year at this time theoretically we will all be vaccinated. Oh, a very different world. And yeah, I think we, we could say certainly back to normal. And uh, uh, so that's a good thing to look forward to. But let's revel in this non-normalness of this particular time and, and to use it as uh, fodder and to think back at what we always do, Tommy. We don't dwell in the present if the present becomes too difficult. No, we take flights of fancy. And the, in the case of you, Tommy, you've taken real flights to other Christmas destinations. <laughs> That's why I'm seeing here. And, and I've done that to California. Times, but you've been to Europe, which is so exotic. Very true, Scotty. I laugh because that's an even better segue than the first segue you gave. So well, I'm trying to build on each segue. Each, yes, each segue gets better. And I mean, each segue is a gift. It's, it's a true <laughs> gift because it allows me to easily and without any awkwardness and grabbing uh, the, the conversation and jerking it over into my <laughs> yeah. I'm able to just simply tell you, yes, I did fly off to another country and, and spend Christmas in Munich, Germany in 1970. Yes, and before you proceed with that, just to say, if only the whole world, I don't take any particular credit or have any great talent, I, if everyone could give other people, how about a stranger? Right now, as you're listening, turn to a stranger and give them a segue going, why? That looks like a fine sweater. Was that a gift you got recently? <laughs> you feed them and then they, well, actually, no, I've had it for a long And then you're yeah. on your way. And yeah. isn't that something? Let's give out segues to the world. Scotty, what a wonderful, wonderful gift to, to man and humankind. Is that an expression, man and humankind or man and womankind? Uh, it, it, uh, truly, if everyone could make it easy for anyone, and you're right, Scotty, why not uh, someone who they don't even know? Give them a chance to to uh, broach a, a new topic seamlessly, <laughs> lead into the topic, turn to the, yeah, Scotty, what a wonderful, if everybody could just give everyone a segue, so we don't have to just constantly force our way into a different topic uh, <laughs> right. right some people i mean i would hope they wouldn't do it but which this is something i would I, we discussed this once before i dislike in any time period and any non or pandemic period the who thinks it's funny to put their hands on your mouth to shut up never found that funny in the, in the most sanitary of time periods i've lived in i never enjoyed <laughs> And even if a good friend and never enjoyed or found it funny no. in the slightest, a hand on one's mouth no. to shut up. Who never do? And 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 what 
what how 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 did they ever think that was okay but i know what you're talking about it's like and it's so disrespectful it's it's like you feel like a kid when it, it, some and you're right in these times i mean that is one of the good things nobody would dare do that oh no time. no even no. with rubber gloves on <laughs> no absolutely so they again a, a plus positive thing and yeah but uh, i've always wanted to go to europe and these the great christmas markets i'm told that they have and <laughs> right. and, and, and you've been there and, to, <laughs> and i've never been to germany but not only are you in germany but they're during christmas during, during, uh, uh, yes um uh what is it called um yeah christmas and um they because there's some german word for it and escapes me right now but the uh the uh yeah i was in munich and and munich is actually um near the alps so it's a very um kind of um uh i, I guess you would say very christmasy kind of a place all yeah. the buildings look are, are just look old and with pointy spires and such and um, and they have this market in in the uh, town square. They have this great what they call a Fußgänger zone, which is uh, a, a large area where all the streets. They were way ahead of everybody in this, I have to say, in just turning streets into pedestrian zones. And so the, mm. the center of Munich is one big pedestrian zone with many, many, many streets, and it's just, and it's very magical in the winter. And they get all the lights and trees and stuff. And they have this market where they sell little gewgaws at. At just like those night markets in in uh, New York at around Christmas time. Oh yes. And then, but one of the things, the delights that is special to Munich is this glue vine, which is uh, hot, spiced wine, sort of like mm. all wine, I guess. But it's it's war It's served hot, which makes sense because it's winter. But it's a special Christmas thing because Germans are very, you know, they. They're very specific about all their treats. Like, for example, Ritter candy bar. Oh, I love that. Makes very good candy bars, uh, chocolate. It's a German company, but they would have Ritter Sport bar, which is a, a, a shorter bar. And I, I remember offering one to uh, Wolfgang, who lived in this apartment that we lived in. And uh, I said, Would you like uh, some of my Ritter Sport? And he said, Oh, I think that is only for sporting events. <laughs> so that's a literal thing normally nobody would pay attention and think oh i can only use sport like this sport deodorant that i've used on occasion and yep. i'm not an athlete so uh but apparently this is literally for just sporting events yes too. actually literally for sporting events and and so same thing with the with the glue vine um and uh, the, the other thing i learned was that the uh that they do have santa claus in um in Christmas, I, I I I was living with my girlfriend Margie, who was a committed atheist. She she grew up in New York and a family yeah. of atheists, and and she, but she still made sure her parents celebrated Christmas, so she got presents. And so as a child, even though she didn't believe in God, she did believe in Santa Claus. And <laughs> I learned that that in Germany, there was not only uh, a Saint Nicholas bringing presents to for for uh, good kids, but Schwarze Peter. Did you ever hear oh. about him? I have no, I've not uh, heard. I never had heard that before, but Schwarze Peter would come. He was a big uh, man also with magical powers and he would take bad children away in his bag. Uh, 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 big ba imagine, imagine you're here in- That's a very German uh, thing. Very uh, German yeah, I, and terrifying. But wow. imagine you're a kid in Germany, you're thinking, 
Okay. It's not just, gosh, I hope I get everything I want. It's, I hope I don't get taken away by Schwarze Pater and I never see my family again. Now, Pater, now I know, now for those listening, and it, now Schwarze, it, it does mean black in, in, in German, I believe, and Yiddish and German. And sadly, it was used for many years in a derogatory manner towards uh, black people, but uh, it does mean black. And then right. I guess Pater means. Pater. Yeah. Pater. That's Peter. That's his. Oh, and, just black people. So just and, uh, and what they meant in German, that black didn't refer to the color of Peter, I think. But oh, maybe it's it dark he was. And yeah, but, but just the, it, it, like Schwarzwald, the, the, this dark, dark um, woods. If you're a Schwarzarbeiter, you're a you're working without a permit. You're a black. You know, anything black is is considered um, illicit and uh, bad, and that's why Schwarze Peter was. Well, but I, again, tell me the whole notion. I mean, uh, of being bad kids, being like we have that in Judaism a little bit on the Yom Kippur, the Holy uh, Day of Atonement. Uh, so you wait to see if you're inscribed in the Book of Life. I mean, that's kind of you know nerve wracking too. But uh, at least you're not being whisked away, um, put in a basket or a bag. You know, so that that would be tough for a kid to take. So, by the way, as you were saying, Tommy, it's very interesting. You said, you know. She doesn't believe, you know, Margie doesn't believe in, in, in Christmas and in, in the religious aspect. She believes in Santa Claus. That's a great distinction because Christmas really is, has become Santa Claus. And I, in my upbringing, you know, we obviously we never celebrated Christmas because Jewish. But uh, I, I don't I think my parents came from a generation was like, no, 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 we don't do we don't do any of that. You know, uh, Austria was the worst. There's always like one country that was the worst towards mm. Jews. Austria was the worst. And I know many wonderful people. My uh, good friend lives there with his wife. But uh, but but again, to embrace Santa Claus is so happy and freeing and all the movies and all the white Christmas stuff. That's something everyone can partake of. And, and I I do. I enjoy that. Yeah. I mean, it, it is sort of this. I, I have heard that. Yeah. And in, in families that don't celebrate Christmas, that the kids go kind of nuts around that year because other kids are getting presence and stuff and i think that's what happened with margie they just said okay whatever you get christmas i mean they were very staunch atheists but okay <laughs> you get christmas and um uh so uh the, but but the christmas in germany was a very uh it, i mean that whole thing i mean uh and and you, you mentioned schwarzapater taking the kids away for, in a bag or a basket no hmm. it was a bag Wow, the basket. I think I would feel a little better. Yeah, I tried to saw the whole. I'm praying hope against hope that it was a basket where he nurtured the child. Like you have not been that good, but I will escort you quietly to a different <laughs> place. But no, a bag is never no. good. Yeah, a big bag, and you're in there with oh. other bad kids. Wow, not comfortable. Wow, that that really so, is a nightmare. I'm so glad that's another sigh of relief that he's a fanciful character and uh, and no one listening should ever worry about that yeah well uh, but kids in germany do yeah. I mean, they still do they're 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 told these stories and and uh, and and that's supposed to make them uh behave better and i guess it does you know that that uh, um but it it seems to me that it would be terrifying if you were oh, to think yeah. that it would be taken away not in a basket not in a or or, or in a, a Prius. I mean, that would be bad enough. Get in the or, or a German car of some. Or yeah. a German, exactly a German. Yeah. In a, in, in a, in a uh, VW. Get yeah. No, anything. I wouldn't want to be taken in a bag 
in a good from a good person to a good place. You still want to be in a bad. <laughs> you know, it's, oh, we're going to go to a Met game. Yeah, I'd rather take the subway <laughs> on my own. Uh, there's no benefit to a bag. So again, uh, I, 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 my, I salute hats off to the new German kids for uh, surviving that and being a worthwhile, <laughs> no. productive adult. <laughs> right. And, and when we say hats off, we're not really going to take our hats off uh, uh, to every German kid individually. It's just no. for all of them. And, yeah. and, and it's only a metaphorical hat. I, I don't think I would... I don't, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, I feel like uh, they had no choice. That's part of their culture. Yeah. And, um, and, and it really is, uh, is extremely a, 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 a German. And, and also, like, what happens to those kids once they get in, the, you know, once the bags are emptied out? And uh, do the kids just are slaves for the rest of them? <laughs> well, they don't. I guess they don't. Go that far. That's they, with these stories, they never take it to completion because they want the kids to think of these horrible scenarios. So they want to spell it out because then the kids might go, "Oh, that doesn't seem very possible." So if you just do the part, he comes by, he throws you in a bag, leave it at that. That's horrifying, and then you decide how horrifying it gets. But then yeah. I can tell you anything like more. That, they, they left it to the kids' imagination. Yeah, yeah. Now, and Tommy, you must have been one of the happiest people in Munich when you were there because you hadn't lived through this horror of worrying about if you were a kid being thrown in a bag. So you must have been almost a, a beacon of light to some of these fine Germans. Uh, like, oh, you didn't go through this, uh, oh, you yeah. Americans. You know? Right. Now that I think of it, everyone had in Germany had a slightly uh, nervous twitch in their eyes, like <laughs> they're looking over their shoulder. Only the during park. Christmas, too. Uh, around Christmas time. Yeah. That, that's right. Uh, around Christmas time. Like they're looking... For Schwarze Peter, who must have been huge too, just a just a, like enormous. I mean, that there's a Christmas story we've never seen. You know, the, a Christmas in Germany where the kid <laughs> uh, uh, escapes from Schwarze Peter's bag. And, and yeah, I wonder if they have because maybe there's some that didn't do well, maybe. But it was no because uh, everything here is always oh it's Christmas oh but wow but we need there's always a Christmas miracle. It's always happy. It always works out in the end. It was never about a bag kids being taken away. So. Uh, wow. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, so it, it, that it, but that's, that was, uh, by the way, that was not a bad Christmas. The worst Christmas, Scotty. Yeah. The worst Christmas I ever had was spent in, of all places, Colorado. Because you think of that as an idyllic place. Yeah, you would think so. For any time of the year. In a way, Colorado is not unlike, uh, not unlike Bavaria or Austria with its, its, uh, uh, snow peaked mountains yeah yeah crisp winter weather which by the way was crisp i liked winter in colorado because it was drier and and not as not as cold to begin with so but it was but still it was cold so i liked that it, it should have been christmasy it should have been one of the best Christmas. oh yeah colorado is almost the american version of christmas in munich as you said i mean it's got the backdrop which is oh. real Apparently, absolutely, and 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 uh, and, but no Schwarze Peter. That's the that's the yeah. blessing of Colorado. There's not, n none whatsoever. And and I, I, I'm I'm guessing if if Schwarze Peter even came to the state line, that the troopers would, you know, be on him right away. And just no, you cannot take kids because you can't do that in America. You can't just take kids away in a bag. 
You, you, no, 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 no. That's the, thankfully we have a legal system and we have a legal any system. other level of protection that that would never happen. You could threaten it. You could say that to the kid, yeah, but, but and you could get in trouble. You know, right? But, you're right. And the kid is so savvy. The kids today, yeah. they would just laugh in your face. Like, yeah, right. That'll never happen. And then because I don't think he would get as far as Nebraska. Really, I don't think he'd even make it into Colorado before uh, Schwarzenegger was uh, in the Hoosagow. Uh, but I spent my that Christmas with my roommate Dan at his family's home in Denver, and yeah. they were proud rednecks, Scotty. I mean, proud. Yeah. I mean, they were and, and not not Dan. I guess just his family. Dan Dan would get excited whenever he spotted a pickup truck with a gun rack on the back of the cab. Dan, wow. my roommate wow. at Colorado State College, and the parents. Uh, uh, so, and and. All I remember, I remember a couple things. One is the parents showed me dinner before it was prepared, uh, and that was a dead rabbit filled wow. with buckshot lying in the kitchen sink. Well, now what would be possibly like if you're a chef, you don't go out of your way to show your patrons uh, who are we going to dinner. Well, this is what it looked when we killed it. I mean, this, or about you know why is that ever? At least leave some of the imagination. I mean, even. You know, eating rabbit alone is a little jarring, but why know the whole backstory? A little jarring. Yeah. A little study. Seeing it, it's horrible. Wow. It's so horrifying. I, I'm trying to remember even if I know what rabbit tastes like because of, you know, I mean, I'm a guest in a home and I, I was raised to be very polite uh, in a home. Like if, I, if I'm if i a guest in the home and, and, and everyone starts to, uh, a dance, a weird uh, dance, uh, and and um, and pick up little uh, bugs and start throwing them at the ceiling. I would probably do that also, just to be polite. Yeah, well, that is always a thing, and this it demands a whole other show about this. But I've been, you know, thank uh, lucky enough to be a house guest in many situations, and you're limited by what you complain about when you're a house yeah. guest too, because food is being provided. As you say, you, you go, okay, dinner's ready, going. Okay, well, uh, I would say Indian is my least favorite food, but uh, I mean, I guess you're not going to go out and get something else now. So, yeah, I guess I'll have it. No, you just whatever it is, you happily. Uh, and again, there was no rabbit involved in that, but it is no, you're no, a little no, constricted. Rabbit involved. It's a whole it's a whole other thing. And you're right. As a house guest, you're not inclined to, I mean, you just can't, I mean, look, when they show, and they had a big kick out of it, say, hey, take a look at this. <laughs> what do you think about dinner? That's dinner. We got, we shot it ourselves. Uh, how about, wow. and I, uh, that is, yeah, that's concerning. I, even thinking yeah. about it right now, just looking at the and the rabbit had all of its fur on. It was a total rabbit at that point. But it was well, now this is a horrifying image, and and <laughs> some people might be saying, why would we dwell on it? Well, it fits into our plus positive uh, uh, philosophy where this is a difficult Christmas for all of us and many people and very different. <laughs> uh, so, but. You would not, and I will say 100% Tommy, you will not have to see a, a newly slain rabbit in the sink and be told you're going to eat it for dinner. So that's not going to happen. In no way. Is, so already this is a much better Christmas. Plus positivism to them. To, I mean, that, if that's, you, you could not better explain what plus positivism is. It's a dead rabbit in a sink that we don't have to eat. And we don't have to be polite about. And we don't have to, hmm. May I have some more of the of the cooked rabbit, please? Thank you. Because yeah. it's one of those situations where you really sh should not only eat what they serve you, 
but ask for seconds or and, else. And compliment them profusely. And but no, you never say, How is how'd you sleep? Um well, the sofa bed's kind of bumping. That boat, that you know, the, the rail is kind of right in the middle, so it was digging in the whole night. No, you can't say that. It's always just, a, oh, great, oh, great. So, yeah. oh, it's uh, great. one day though, there will be. I don't know when this will be. Where everyone who stayed over someone's house uh, as a house guest will be allowed for their voice to be heard in a, an appropriate way, not an angry way, but to say, you know what, it, there were certain <laughs> things that weren't so great about it, but. No, not, that, now, you know, not during the holidays. Firing moment. It's almost like, uh, well, you know, it's the it's that moment in in um, uh, uh, Les Miserables when the when the poor rise up, you know, that 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 stirring moment where where the, yeah. where people rise up and, and and the house guest finally rises up and said, oh, I, actually, I'll just have the vegetables, thank you. <laughs> I don't really like you. You're, you're meat oriented. I don't really kind of like the way you cook it. It's just not yeah great. But uh, not, not big on animals that are cuddly and cute. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'm not. Next time, I'm not even going to look at it when you ask me to. So <laughs> just, just tipping you off now. Wow, that Scott yeah. would be. I mean, and and you know what? There should be a bill of rights for house guests where they can just say, "Sorry, I just you know it's." It's in the Constitution. I don't have to eat rabbit if I don't want to. Yeah, and you don't have to. I mean, you want to be polite, but you could express, uh, yeah, it was kind of freezing downstairs all night. I know you like to really keep to save money, but it was really uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and, you know, but uh, again, and I'm, I'm so thankful, and I don't want impossible house guests, house hosts yeah. hearing this episode. No. Oh, we're going to cross him off the list. For no, in fact, possible. the opposite, Scotty. You're showing no. how you would never do that. You just exactly. said that you want to. Sometimes you feel like it, but you've never complained about the, how cold it is and how never anything. No, and there was a bar because it was a fold-out bed and <laughs> nothing. And I just smile and and I am. And but the, the truth is, I am so thankful to be staying there and with their pets. So it is a it is a nice thing. And that's what this holiday is all about. Tommy being thankful, and I I am thankful. It's not Thanksgiving, but I think you're allowed to be thankful on other holidays too. Oh. And we got to do uh, as we have every single day since April 1st to do this podcast. And so uh, uh, this is the uh, best Christmas uh, I've had. And, uh, and the first one I've truly, in a sense, Tommy, celebrated. Wow, that's, that is, that's pretty exciting. That's very, very, uh, I guess the word is heartwarming. Well, very hallmarky. Very hallmarky. It's that moment where, you know, you just think the Christmas is going to be the worst ever. No, it turns out it's the best ever. Exactly. And that's, that could be the, thing, but the worst Christmas ever. It would be kind of a more folksy Hallmark movie. Turns out to be the best ever. Yeah. Yeah. So we wrote Great that movie. Title for a Hallmark movie, by the way. Worst well, yeah, we wrote it in the last seconds of this podcast. <laughs> we wrote an entire movie. I and mean, people say, did you write a script? I think it's pretty obvious we've written everything. I, you could have somebody yeah, uh, who the, will give credit to just the, type it up. Yeah, the, 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 uh, the talky talk, we say. <laughs> on that fascinating note, uh, and inspiring and uplifting and kind of Christmas full of hope, on, that, uh, uh, on this occasion, I say to you, I am going to remain Tom Saunders. And on this Christmas day, I say... I am sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman, and we're getting through this. <laughs>